Welcome back to On Your Market Set Review. Uh, this week we are reviewing Daredevil, the Netflix TV series, uh, which has completed its first season. I am your host today, uh, Dylan Reed Miller. Uh, and joining me, I'm saying uh way too much today, sorry. <laughs> joining me first on uh, my right is Will. Hello, Will. Hey, Dylan. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. Uh, next to him is Andrew. Uh, thanks for having me, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're, I mean, sort of pleased you showed up. We probably could have done uh, without you, though. I sure. showed up fashion really late, you know, mm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next to him... We have Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello. I also showed up fashionably late, like five that, minutes. You mean 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Like 30 minutes. It's tough business waking up from a nap. I feel you. I always get really like disoriented when I take naps. I hate them. I just can't yeah. deal with it. I have to have like nothing after my naps planned. It has to be nothing else is going on nap time. That's it. Yeah, I, I do not understand nap culture. I can't. Nap I just culture. Can't do naps. You know, everyone else that life. To do naps, but yeah, no, I don't care for naps all that much. But I just happen to be taking one, and I woke up at two fifty-five. Like, oh, oh podcast. <laughs> uh, I should mention right now we're on Skype, and I'm just looking at my Skype friends list because I have it in a smaller window. So I want to look at my audio when I record. And there's someone on my friends list whose status is I am broken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh know what's God. going on, but he's broken. Our best wishes to your, <laughs> to your friend that is broken. Uh, Rest in peace. The uh, the feelings of uh, or we send our heartfelt regards here from on your market set review to yes Andrew's broken friend from Matty us o. and all our viewers, listeners, not viewers. Anyway. Well, it's a debate, really, if their listeners are viewers. I don't, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know. They could be watching us right now. <laughs> That's not creepy. Uh, <laughs> no one asked for your opinion, Matt. I'll go back to my podcast corner. Anyway, Dylan, you were saying. I was going to say, uh, in honor of our uh, uh, content for the... Or our <sighs> In honor of Daredevil, I'm wearing my cool new Daredevil glasses. I have new <laughs> circular... And a red hoodie. Yeah. yeah, and a red hoodie. Very, very color for And b- body armor, right? Oh, yeah, always. You never know when someone's going to try to shoot you, so you got to wear body armor. Yeah, never know I where... think we can all admit those are really cool shades. They are. They are. And you never know where you're going to have to fight Wilson Fisk. It's true. I... AKA the Kingpin. I was given these by my roommates. Um, I think they were my roommate's friends, but they're mine now, so suck it, my roommate's friend. Yeah. If, if your roommate's friend deserved them, he wouldn't have lost them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, game. Daredevil. Uh, what did you all think of it? I guess. Well, I didn't watch this. I watched uh, Trial of Incredible Hulk instead. Oh, okay. The Rex Reed version of Daredevil <laughs> it was great. Very true to the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I watched uh, the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Which actually never featured Daredevil. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Matt? 
Apparently, I am the only one here, uh, aside from perhaps Dylan, that that actually watched the correct program. Um, <laughs> I, for one, thought that Ben Affleck made an outstanding Daredevil. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I really don't know why uh, you know he gets so much grief. He really embiggened the character. <laughs> There's a great moment where Bullseye kills an old lady with a peanut. Yes, he does. Oh yes, he does. That was a comedy in that movie. Um, actually, Affleck was not the worst part of Daredevil because he does that great like thousand-yard stare that like has a like. So he actually kind of looks like a blind person, you know, when he's acting because yeah, he, he he can't make job. he can't make eye contact with the other people that are in the shot. So. You're all hereby banned from this podcast. Um, oh, what was just a watch? <laughs> you know this, Andrew. Why? Um. Anyways, I guess I'll start since you guys just want to be fucking jokesters about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I honestly really, really loved the show. I thought... Uh, it's it's a lot. It's very tonally different from the rest of the MCU, yes. which was mm-hmm. a huge shock to me, honestly. Oh. When the start of the second episode, I think it was, was a dude smashing someone's head in with a bowling ball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, two, no, uh, somewhere in there, two or three. It was their third episode, and the third, third episode right. has also probably the most shocking moment for me in the entire series when a dude straight up jams his face into a spike and I'm like, holy yes. shit, this is a lot different than I was yes. expecting. That was, yeah. oh, that moment with that guy. Daredevil goes hard, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the I think the goriest moments what the end of episode five when Fisk just smashes the Russian's entire head with a car door. Oh, I literally couldn't even look at that. Was I was best. like, nope. It was oh, the best. Fucking oh my God, out. that was, and the, gore was so good. The great part about it is the, like, the blood pouring from it and it's like, almost beautifully gross. Like it really does look like something pulled out of Miller's run or like maybe Bendis's. It's fucking gorgeous. I was really surprised. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's brains. You see brains. So is this grosser than Hannibal then? Uh, No. no. (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's refreshing though. It's definitely like, I would have to say maybe the most interesting thing to come out of the Marvel like yeah. cinematic universe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm like, I like like all the cinematic MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's Ooh. fun to watch, and it's usually it's like good popcorn movies. Yeah. But like, I don't really feel any strong. Like I know a lot of people do, but I don't really feel any strong affection towards it beyond like Bruce Banner is my precious son. But like. <laughs> <laughs> This, I felt way more involved with everything that was happening and way more invested in it. It might just be that television format is more suited to that, but... Exactly. Well, they could take more... Yeah, they could take... Because of, like, how the show is delivered, they can take... I mean, I can't say this is the riskiest show ever made, but they can at least go places that, you know, were they to make a Daredevil movie that they could not really go and not have to conform to kind of a the blockbuster pattern that a lot of the Marvel movies are kind of, uh, the television format is a lot more suited to comic books. I think than movies are. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause television, you could adapt a whole run or storyline. Yeah. What movie you have to condense it to like two hours at best. Yeah. Right. It's a more congruent format to the layout of a comic book than uh-huh. yeah. a movie is. Yeah. 
Yeah, the movie is more like a singular graphic novel or something. So exactly uh, a one shot, as as you can yeah. say. Yeah, the thing that sure, whatever. I don't know all your fancy fucking lingo. <laughs> will. Or what if? The thing that excited me the most <laughs> definitely yeah, about Daredevil. I think the thing that even more so than like seeing a good Daredevil on my TV screen, the thing that excited me was just like the potential this makes for other things that are going to be awesome in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Iron Fist. Luke Cage, uh, you know, I mean, I can't wait for like them to start digging into like Moon Knight and some of the really random some Dazzler. <laughs> Let's get some Dazzler. There. And I was very glad to hear they're considering a Punisher show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And after this, they can definitely do a Punisher show on Netflix. Yeah, I, I would think so. Speaking. Go ahead. Speaking of uh, TV superhero shows, y'all see the trailer for fucking Supergirl? Oh, I don't. Oh, Holy no. shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> so bad. You mean, I, 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 yeah. It's just like the Wonder Woman pilot they did like know. years ago. It was really sad. Why? Why? Oh. why? I, I mean, like, I think it could be good. <laughs> like, I think ultimately, like, the people that are doing it have proven themselves to be decent at, at making a superhero show. But that first, like, minute or so, that trailer was not... Uh, the trailer me was with so hope. bad. It was why ridiculous. Why is Jimmy Olsen the most buff motherfucker alive? <laughs> you bench pressed me over my head. <laughs> I was scared. Well, that's how you appeal appeal to the female gaze, right? Is make traditionally wormy characters hulky, right? Oh yeah, I was super into it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she just uh, nothing about it seemed appealing to me at all. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be music honest. made me laugh oh, yeah. so hard. I was like, why is this music here? What is happening? The thing it reminded me the most of was that Wonder Woman show that David E. I Kelly did. I said, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, this proves I never listened to Andrew. <laughs> I saw it being compared to the uh, SNL sketch about the uh, Black Widow. Black yeah. Widow. Yeah, that yeah. Was... <laughs> movie. That made me laugh, too. That was funny. It's like anyway, because <laughs> where is she working? Is she working at Daily Planet or something else, like a corporation or something? Yeah, as someone's assistant. I don't know why. Why? Uh, why is that? Need, why do I need to do that? Callista Flockhart's assistant, know. actually, because yeah. she wants to be normal. Andrew, she just wants to have a normal job. That's so annoying. It's like, and her normal job gets her like the biggest apartment ever to exist in New York. Uh. It's like David E. Kelly turning Wonder Woman into a lawyer show. I don't know why. Why? So they're, dumb. They're superheroes. Yeah. Do superhero things. Yeah. Anyway, Daredevil is a good show. Yeah. So. Yeah. After after watching Daredevil, I mean, I've watched uh, some of Arrow, and I thought that was an enjoyable enough show. But just like it just makes every other superhero show, live action superhero show that's maybe you know ever been on television look like, kind of uh, mm-hmm. pretty like garbage. Pretty yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, not no, kind of like. Well, what about the Flash? I heard that's good. I kind of uh, like the Flash, yeah, but still, still, like I've seen, I don't know, ten episodes of it now, and uh, I mean, it's enjoyable. But this was like, imagine if this show ended every time with Wilson Fisk just talking about how he was going to get that Daredevil, because that's kind of <laughs> what the Flash was to me. Like, <laughs> well, Flash is reverse Flash, just talking shit, right? Yeah, but they don't even reveal he's reverse Flash to like thirteen episodes in, so it's just. It's just uh, Ed sitting there in his wheelchair, and everyone's hey, all like hey, walking around. Tom Cavanaugh is a great man. I will not have you defer him no, as Ed. I do Don't like Tom Cavanaugh. Fuck. I just couldn't think of his name, so I called him Ed. 
I have to say, for uh, uh, too long, I was thinking back to the original Flash television show, which had uh, the big bulky oh, Flash yes. and uh, Mark Hamill. Oh my god, John Michael Ship. <laughs> that Flash costume looks like something you would buy like a Halloween store, like the yeah, fake muscle like, on it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but there. So, yeah, here's a question I had because I saw people discussing it on the Flophouse group. Uh, Foggy, do you like him? Yes. Yeah. Great man. Um, Avocados that law, motherfucker. Avocados I, that I, Hell yeah. I do not have an issue with how Foggy is written. He seems true enough mm-hmm. to the character of Foggy Nelson from the comic books. I do not think the mm-hmm. person they cast as Foggy did a very good job. I did not. Aww. I was not convinced by. He had a really weird way of performing, but I yeah. liked it. He's yeah, just on. trying too, too hard. Like, the character, you know, is like, you know, trying to compensate or something by being really mm-hmm. kind of, you know, loud. But I just didn't think. A huge fucking doofus. But, yeah. I, I but just, he's. Yes. But he's Bash Brother number two, much. Will. But he's Bash Brother number two, Will. Come on. <laughs> Bash Brother number two. <laughs> Listen, From the Mighty Ducks. I'm oh. so in love with Foggy. <laughs> like, there's so much love for, like, doofy characters that, like, just really want to help, but. Are like the only ones who aren't who can't really do anything because like Paige was doing stuff and obviously Matt's doing stuff and Foggy's just like I'm trying I really am. Yeah. He did some stuff, not it's, like well, I know, not I know. like well, but he did it. He had a guy with a baseball yeah. bat pretty well. He just yeah, he just didn't get involved. Like they had their secret projects and he was like, "You guys don't tell me anything." Yeah, it was really sad well, he, and I loved it. <laughs> I do have one big problem with the show is because mm-hmm. Eric thing kind of comes to head at the last episode. Mm-hmm. But it has like almost nothing to do with what they've done in the show. It's just yeah. this one cop is like, oh yeah, this cop holds all the secrets. That's mm-hmm. what yeah, that's tr- fair enough. Yeah. And like, well, why is so everything they did kind of has been worthless almost in a way. Yeah. Well, I feel like it took down his empire like piece by piece. It yeah. really worked though. It's just because if they didn't get that cop, he would have been fine. Well, I think yeah. it's like a, one of those things where it's like Al Capone got arrested on tax evasion, you know? Like, yeah. people didn't get Al Capone for mm-hmm. murdering somebody, you know? So, like, but the fact... It works... It works, I mean, in real life, great. But, I mean, in a show, it's not as compelling to watch. No, you're right. Where do people work to this goal, and then it turns out, oh, we could have just done this the whole time. Oops. Well, one of them <laughs> did get uh, his his spoilers, his throat strangled pretty hard there at the uh, end of that second to last episode. I have no idea what you just said. Uh, I was just making a joke about Ben Urich. I heard you, but... Yeah, I was just I making a joke about well. Ben Urich getting Andrew murdered. Anything. Oh, Ben Urich, yeah. Uh, I liked it when Paige uh, shot the assistant guy. What's Wesley. his name? Wesley. Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. That was Wesley. R.I.P. Wesley, for sure. <laughs> I loved that, and I loved that... Yeah, he was pretty great, honestly. Uh, I loved that... They, they seem to be taking a really honest direction with, like, her, like, PTSD of, like, being attacked and, like, of mm. waking up next to a dead body and, like, of shooting someone. Mm. Like, they seem to be actually kind of addressing that yeah. she would have residual issues with all of that. Yeah, and I was so really worried cool. about that from, like, after the first step. It was like, oh, well, they saved her and now she can just be the secretary at uh, Murdoch and uh, Nelson and just be normal. But they did you know carry on with it and like everything had yeah. consequences in the show and uh like no one got satisfying. away with anything everyone had problems yeah mm-hmm. mm. and it was like fantastic oh my god i was so sad when ben died oh my god yeah. that was like the most sa- 
I was not expecting that at all. And the kingpin just fucking strangling him like a monster. Mm. It was so, mm-hmm. so, so bad. He's He was one of my favorite characters. I really loved yeah, him. Yeah, he was great. And also, great job casting him uh, as an African-American because his race doesn't matter because who gives a shit? He's a great actor. <laughs> uh, he also uh, directed the movie Glitter starring Mariah Carey. He did. So- <laughs> he did. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I I loved his character, and that was a big loss. Yeah, oh. I've been reading uh, the the Miller Daredevil run lately, and mm-hmm. so it's just been nice to see some of, like the uh, the lines they drew straight from like the Miller run. Like, oh, like Turk is a great little character they threw yes. in there. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of fun little stuff. Gladiators technically mm-hmm. in there, Potter. Yeah, that's true. Potter's in there. Oh. Yeah, and I, I love the way they kind of just set up Electra for the next season too. Like, yeah, Greek girl in college. Oh shit, starting. Yeah, yeah that it's didn't happening. work out. Oh uh, my god, is Electra the the girlfriend? girlfriend? She's the Greek girl in college that Foggy asks about oh. that it didn't quite work out. That's oh, basically okay. his big. That's like the best part of Miller's run is Electra versus Bullseye, one of the mm. greatest issues of all time. Okay. I am so fucking excited. Y'all know way more about comics yeah. than me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she was in the 2003 movie played by, very convincingly by uh, Jennifer Gardner. Great performance. <laughs> and she is stabbed very convincingly by uh, uh, Bullseye played by Colin, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Another fantastic okay, performance. Ex- just excellent. A- actually, a fantastic performance by Colin I, Farrell. I do, actually like, I do like that performance. Yeah. yeah, It's super silly and super funny and perfect. And I like what Michael Clark Please. Duncan's doing in it. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, yeah. We're actually go talk about the show, Della. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that um, what are they gonna? Where are they gonna go with Paige and Foggy? Like they kind of had a thing, but not really. Think, but they're kind of just friends. I mean. Do you want my answer from the comic books, or do you want where I think they would go normally? <laughs> do you think Do you think they're going to take it from the comics? Yeah, I, I probably yeah. Given how much they've already okay. taken from the comics, I think eventually she's going to become Matt's girlfriend and live happily ever after. No, <laughs> uh, all of Matt's girlfriends oh never live happily ever after. No, he isn't dating her. Not no, yet. but everything in the comics, Matt Murdock's girlfriends always end up with terrible fate. Mm. How many have been been insane? How many have been killed? How many have been driven to drugs? Or driven to bounty hunting? Oh, God. I guess from an un... From an... Not knowing the comics very well, I really appreciated the way their friendship wasn't devalued Mm -hmm. into, like, Mm -hmm. them obviously falling in love and, oh, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you guys probably know more about it than well, me. Well, it seems but. very genuine. <laughs> All their affection yeah. with each other. Yeah. No, I, I was like, yes. oh, we care about each other. Yeah. That was actually kind of one of the things that, that did bug me through the show is I was just was like, well, it seems like Karen and Foggy have a lot more going on than anything with Karen and Matt. Like, are you going to exactly. try to push them together? Him. Yeah, I I really like them as just like really good friends, but I'm not opposed to any sort. If they want to go in a romance spot with them, I'm totally down with it too. Yeah, I like yeah. to see where they go if they, they decide to Because at that. least they seem to really like each other and it's been built very organically from them doing shit together. Right, you know? exactly. So. Them actually having common interests and seeming like two people that would get together. Uh, yeah. Seeing uh, Foggy end up in bed with Marcy, though, made me so sad. Yeah, that was... Mm, that, yeah. that was like, oh, Foggy, what are you, you doing? You deserve better, Foggy. 
Come uh, on. It was something familiar, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he yeah, just yeah. something blue. <laughs> something far. It's fair enough. Although I'll admit I'm horrible shipper trash and think that Foggy and Matt are really cute and should definitely go on a date. <laughs> Why not? I feel like that could perhaps complicate their friendship, but who knows? Yeah. Listen, listen. That college fl- flashback episode was really gay, okay? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He literally walks in and he's like, wow, you're really hot. <laughs> hey, man, they're just bros talking about how hot each other's bods are. Yeah. And they want to eat do, avocados do think- off each other's bodies. <laughs> That's how they became avocados at law. Yeah. That's how they became avocados at law. <laughs> Have you guys seen... Oh my god, there's this one pickup line that goes around the internet sometimes that's like, I want to paint you green and spank you like a naughty avocado. Oh my god. <laughs> and now I'm forever going to associate that with them. I hate you guys. Like oh. Just, you know, you get could... these two avocados, you yeah. grind them together, you can make a great guacamole. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat out that guacamole. Throw <laughs> <laughs> some hot sauce in that, baby. <laughs> anyway... I just wanted to bring those up because I feel like Foggy just has a really genuine relationship with both of them. Mm-hmm. And so wherever they go with romance plots, I'll be well, happy. Speaking of, well, speaking on that, uh, I think what makes the show really good is the relationship with each other. Everyone feels like I don't give a shit how you feel about them. Will I, they have all good chemistry together. Foggy, Matt, there's like, they feel like such friends and it's like, it feels making me so happy to watch them together. Just lowering up. And it made me so sad. When they had that breakdown, and when Foggy oh, finds God. out, that was heartbreaking. Oh, mm. Matt actually crying. I was like, no, my baby. I, I would say that Don't uh, Matt and Foggy have better chemistry than, say, Foggy and Karen. I felt a lot of their interactions. I mean, just felt I agree with you. <laughs> I'm like saying so like the actors them. together, yeah. uh, they just felt like they were, chem- they were just trying to, I don't know. It's they hard felt to lived in. I, I don't know. I don't. I felt like it was just... A bit. Oh, are you stiff. talking? Sh- shut up! Yeah, I'm talking shit about this. <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? I thought the kingpin's accent was also kind of silly at times. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about the kingpin. Oh, oh. fucking fantastic! This All right, Afro, let's do it. Actor of our generation. He's pretty fantastic. Um, <laughs> It was super jowly, though. Like, I loved it, but it was a totally jowly performance. Like, it was like freaking Anthony Hopkins' Nixon-level jowly. Well, I'm going to play a clip from uh, Daredevil. This is from uh, Senor D'Onofrio. So if I get a total silence while I play this. Thank you. I always thought that I was the Samaritan in that story. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? It means that I'm not the Samaritan. That I'm like the priest. Or the Levite. That I am the ill intent who set upon the traveler on a road that he should not have been on. Fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a great scene. That was maybe the scene of the show. I was super here for that. That was Jesus. the scene where he finally becomes the kingpin we all know and love. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he kind of had this facade of like, I'm literally just trying to help you guys. Stop it. Yeah. And he's like, and then at the end, he's like, I'm wait, I'm not good at all. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great because it was the origin story of the villain as well as it was the origin story of Dare- Daredevil. Uh, they both create each yeah. other in a way, yeah. which yeah. is also really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it's going to be really interesting. Like, I think they're going to probably use the Kingpin maybe for the Defenders because he has always been kind of like a unifying force but uh maybe they'll carry him over till season two as well i really hope uh they do season two and he's just like having the crime wars and i am oh because there's this mate you read daredevil right matt by miller yeah i've been reading it yeah uh daredevil gets bullseye he's got him unconscious and then kingpin just walks in like a motherfucker and it's like oh you seem even predicament matt you could either leave here in your life, <laughs> take Bullseye with you, or you get fucked up here. What you gonna do? Amazing. And fucking Daredevil just walks out and has to settle for Kingpin's offer. It's amazing. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's Kingpin so just Daredevil can't really do much to Kingpin. Like it's actually really funny in the books. Like he 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 like kicks the crap out of him, and then it's like, oh okay, I think I got him. And then Kingpin just punches him in the face, like with his giant <laughs> hand, like. The Kingpin in the comics is, is like, comedically like, large. Like, D'Onofrio did a great job of making him huge, but the Kingpin in the comics is, like, a monster. Yeah. You know? Inhumanly. Yeah. yeah. But I think no actor could yeah. actually pull it off. D'Onofrio kind of does a really good job pulling it off. Well, Michael Clark Duncan yeah. also oh, yeah. did an amazing job as Kingpin. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Michael Clark Duncan did. One of the things I really loved about Kingpin was that I honestly felt like during his flashback episode i honestly felt for him like i admit that he's not like he's clearly not a good person didn't learn from his terrible abusive childhood anything good but like i still felt really bad for him yeah i felt the same thing too yeah like you see where he's coming from and he's trying to do good but he just doesn't know how to do it in a good way yeah like he wants to help the city i think genuinely but mm-hmm. the only way he knows how to do it is through crime and try to work it through the inside. Yeah, he sees it as a necessary yeah. evil to work with. While Matt always is like, no, 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 no. Not that shit. <gasps> Dude, the reason that when Matt explained when he started actually fighting again, I there's no, ugh, mm-hmm. there's nothing that ever could have made me love him more. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? You're just such... And the great oh, thing God. is when he goes... And he was in a month in a hospital bed. I had never slept better more in my life. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Yeah. I love him so much. He is the hero that I would aspire to be. I love him. Now, I've got a question. Do we think that this is going to be where we get our first MCU taste of Spider-Man? Because, I mean, it's where he's uh, always been already. Well, you feel like mm-hmm. Spider-Man would appear on Devil, Daredevil or... I don't know if he's going to appear, but I think maybe season two is going to be close enough to Civil uh, well, I War. Mean, Spider-Man is uh, scheduled. It's, it feels weird to say scheduled to appear scheduled. in uh, uh, the, he's making in the next Captain America movie. Right. And I believe that they is going to be They put every Avenger in the fucking next Captain America movie. I think just, they apparently yeah. won't let us have just more Captain America movies. Just no Hulk Fuck is off. in it. And uh, who else? Uh, Hawkeye, I don't think, is in it. No, Hawkeye's in it. Um, oh, is he? I didn't know. I think it's just Hulk and I can't remember who the other person. It's not really. Oh, maybe Thor. Thor. I think it's. Oh Thor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they can't. It's af- Thor. I was thinking. He'd be of. weird in that. And they can't afford yeah. the contracts on on 
Ruffalo. Or <laughs> I'm just glad they're probably not going to be adapting it literally because Civil War is a piece of shit. Yeah, there's. Um, <laughs> they would need to already introduce Spider-Man, who's been around for a long time, for them to kind of do And then uh, Tony clones Thor in the comic books, and <laughs> Thor kills what? people, and it's yeah. stupid. It's so stupid. I read that in uh, in the original Age of Ultron, Black Widow is worthy and wields the hammer. Yeah. Which is super cool. But, I wish that had been in there. H- Jesus. H. Ultron's... Would have been better characterization than, oh, I can't have kids. Ugh. But H. Ultron's also a really shitty comic, too. Yeah, it's true. It's really bad. Age I'm just saying I want that characterization of her instead. So. Um, sure. On the, the subject of, you know, having so many characters appearing, uh, I, there was a point uh, in Age of Ultron uh, during the last climax where I was like, you know what? This is too much almost i'm <laughs> losing because they have like the avengers and then they have like the vision and war machine and some other characters like listen war machine and falcon showing up was so and great yeah. Was so much fun. oh yeah i love them both i wish I they would have the just the party scene that was all i wanted <laughs> uh, sure, no action um, yeah i just love seeing them interact with each other so it makes me sad when they have to do like all these action scenes and stuff yeah anyway Daredevil. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say that the, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, he, he, very, he very much commits to his performances. Uh, Stanley Kubrick called him the best actor of all time. I'm not sure if that's uh, I think it's accurate. <laughs> accurate. Mm-hmm. Homicide Life on the Street, great performance by him in the subway. One of the best performances of all time. One he, of the greatest episodes of all time. He, he He's a great actor. He played Thor in uh, uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Um, he did. But he I, did. I felt like he gave a really good performance in this, and the character was very well fleshed out. But I feel like his accent does not exist on this planet. Almost, and I'm like, is this a kid <laughs> that grew up in Queens or what? I know he grew up like in China, so maybe that would like uh, confuse his accent or something. I don't know. I hope in season two we yeah, get more I... of him speaking Chinese. It was great. <laughs> I knew a girl who was, I think she was Chinese, but she learned English from. Uh, a British tutor, mm-hmm. so her accent was very interesting. Yeah, right. which I mean, I guess that's you know it would be an interesting bit of background establishment. Yeah, it, well, yeah. so don't be a racist. Well, to me, to <laughs> me, he just sounded like he was nonstop constipated. I didn't even realize he was trying to do an <laughs> accent. Like, I just thought that that was just like his his Work. his well, neck his neck fat. Like, I thought that was all coming from neck. Well, fat. I think what he was trying to do with his accent was trying to like hold back the anger and devil inside him. Like area where he chooses like very well chosen like he's trying to speak very carefully he doesn't want to reveal his true nature he's trying mm-hmm. to hide himself yeah. from everyone else including himself because <clears throat> he had increasing numbers of angry breakdowns as the yeah. season went on mm-hmm. the best to the point where i was like frightened to even see him on screen yeah. i'm like he's gonna yell again i don't want anyone to yell the best part is when he the owl is like leland alzi oh my god great performance yeah, yes. super funny, and I look forward to his son being the owl in season oh, two yeah. at some point. Very excited, and it's just funny where he's like, "Listen, I got this cop. Just let me walk away. Give me half your money, and we're good. All right." And Kingpin's like, "Fuck no, I ain't having any of that shit." <laughs> and just straight up throws him to a fucking wall. Yeah, amazing. Ah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I that was one of the things I actually wanted to talk about when we were talking about Leland Leland Owsley too. Is like the way he keeps talking about his son, where it's just like anybody who 
like knows the comics and stuff like that can pick up on that and anybody who does it could just be like oh yeah cool he's got a son but like we could just be like oh i bet you that's the guy who's gonna turn into the owl it's, yeah, everything was not like forced like the hands exactly. there but you don't go like oh it's the hand guys look all you geeks out there is the hand yeah and it's like the sniper yeah the sniper who shot uh shot the cops in like episode whatever six or seven uh had a couple aces in his bag you know like little things like that like where it's just a nice little yeah. subtle touch. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, because, again, you know this all better than me, but, like, you clearly have picked up on it and appreciated them, but I didn't notice anything. Well, and Nobu, it, didn't, it just felt very natural. Nobu, the so guy who cool. Daredevil lights on fire and kills. Uh-huh. And, by the way, he, he, I, 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 he does not light. Darede- the Kingpin lights him on fire. No, yeah. Daredevil totally lights him <laughs> on fire. That doesn't do it. Daredevil didn't light. I thought he lighted him on fire, because the lantern falls down and he burns to death. Yeah, he throws a stick at the light and he catches on yeah. fire. I mean, are you going to put this like into a Batman situation where like, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you? Because Batman yeah, killed in that much. movie. Choosing to not save with someone is still the same as killing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that should be taken on a case-by-case basis. And activities <laughs> are still the same. <laughs> he let it happen. I... I have one more thing I wanted to talk about, which was kind of the role of, like, his religious beliefs and, like, how he went and talked to that priest and stuff about Uh, stuff. uh, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a religious person, but I thought that was really interesting. Uh And, like, it wasn't too much to the point where I was like, I can't identify with him anymore. But it, like, it added a lot of... it added a lot to him as a character, mm. I feel like, that he had this, these conflicting yeah. moral opinions well, Matt about Well, in the comics is himself. super Catholic, and he has a lot of religious yeah. guilt. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't read any of the Daredevil before Frank Miller started doing the pencils for it, but, um, I mean, the Catholic imagery in the Frank Miller pencils is intense. Like, there's just crosses all over the place and everything like they make it a big point of like yeah like god watching over this and that's and i like how they tie that into the eventually the the concept of the devil of hell's kitchen and then daredevil like it all works out so well like it just everything ties in so nicely in the show the way this the show treats uh religion is it's good because it's the rich the religion factors into um you know just people kind of grappling with moral decisions and yeah and that's it's how very even-handed have... it's not like going like oh catholic believe in it hey catholic mm. don't believe yeah. in it yeah mm. it, it, yeah like i said i didn't i didn't feel like it i struggled to connect with it even yeah. though i'm not religious mm-hmm. so i thought it was yeah. very natural and well yeah. put in there just, it's there to inform the character and his decisions and yeah, kind exactly. of There's show us talk about the show yeah. yeah it's so good i just keep thinking of new things yeah. like Two or three of these things I've just come up with as we're talking. I'm like, oh right, that was really yeah. interesting too. I know we've well, talked about this before, but Wesley is seriously the best motherfucker <sighs> ever. Oh my god, yeah. yeah so <laughs> sneering. He was just such a good like oh my sneering. God. Such a yeah. He was so yeah. smug and such like cool self-assured. Smarmy. Just like is the I know word what I I'm use. doing. Here's what's happening right now yeah. in this second. And he generally <laughs> cared for Kingpin, and Kingpin generally cared for him. Yeah. It was such a sweet relationship between the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honest friendship in evil people is really, really interesting. And it made, and I, I really felt so bad that. when he sees Wesley, his body just riddle up. Oh my god, I know. He was mm-hmm. so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the moment where Wesley got killed. I thought it was really cool. But It's so funny because he's like, <laughs> he goes, 
do you really think I put a loaded gun across the table? And his head's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. And I love that it's Fisk calling him, like, wondering where he is, who causes that, yeah. like, moment of, oh. it's just like, and it, it, oh, yeah. It was a great like, moment. Hey, buddy, what's up? I'm just missing you. Can you come over here? Where's my buddy? <laughs> I mean, that was the thing about those second, like the whatever, 11 and 12, the one where Wesley dies and the one where Ben dies. This is just Two like they just in the heart. rip your heart out. like. And you're to blame, Daredevil. Yep. Oh. You give TV watching a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I really, uh, I think the one, it's, the one that excited me the most for has got to be Iron Fist. Uh, that with Madame Gao as uh, Crane Mother from Fractions Run. Yeah, Crane Mother was really awesome. I was yeah. not expecting her to be at all in this. This early on, we're getting references to Iron Fist because they have the sign on her, uh, was it heroin or cocaine packets? Uh, it was heroin. Yeah, the Steel, uh, steel Serpent. Yeah, and they had that on that already. Uh, so they're setting up already uh, the seven, what's it called? The seven trials? Or seven uh, kingdoms. Oh, seven kingdoms, yeah. Kunlun Kun and all that stuff. So they're setting up the Kung Fu tournament in uh, Iron Fist. So I'm super pumped about that. Yeah. Man, this show is even better than I thought, clearly, because you guys are talking about all this shit. And we the- have magic in the show already. Magic. Because yeah. she straight up just dis- fucking disappears. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the uh, Easter eggs in this show like was actually kind of my yeah, favorite yeah. part. It was just like all the different little hints that they dropped for all these different like Stilt Man. They dropped a hit for Stilt Man in this. You I know? really hope the opening <laughs> shot of season two is Turk getting his Stilt Man legs on and yeah. toppling over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a great. A, what kind of a name is Stilt Man anyway? Like man who wears the stilts. It's a great yeah, part it seems in Miller's <laughs> run where. Uh, Turk gets a stilt man legs and he's like, I could come work for you, Kingpin. And Kingpin just goes like, motherfucker, just get lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, and yeah, Melvin Potter is Gladiator. Uh, God, so many just like little really things. S- uh, for if you case you don't know who Melvin Potter is, he was the guy who built the Daredevil suit in the show. Mm. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. And I loved his, the way he like told him about the suit. Like, here, blind guy. Here's a suit that I promise you it's got some black on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, what do you think about the suit? I liked it. Yeah, it was uh, fine. The face too much. The it feels too. The horns are really weird looking. Doesn't really work right. Well, the mask is wrong. I mean, yeah. like from the comics. But I actually heard. Uh, I read an interview with tonight where he was saying we couldn't do the mask from the comics because it's like uh, it halfway reveals the nose. And apparently, if you see even just half of Charlie Cox's nose, you can tell it's him, and they can't even like sub in stuntmen and stuff like that. So they had to uh-huh. cover his whole nose. Did anyone hear any of that? Uh, yeah, I, I heard it. I heard something heard. about his nose. Yeah. yeah. Shit. That it re- yeah reveal who when he was who was in the suit specifically. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I, I think the suit is a little too uh, uh, busy, and it's too uh, I garage. think the head is a little chunky. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like bad or anything, but considering how awesome the regular or the black suit, you know, the black suit is, I feel like if something was a bit more mm-hmm. slim, uh, uh, light. Or, Maybe uh, should we should have went to the yellow costume first after the black suit. Mm. <laughs> 
might have been interesting to see. I don't know if it would have turned out well. I don't know. I really enjoyed it, but maybe that's just I was caught up in the heat of the moment of him revealing it. It was really exciting, and I was like, ah! And going, like, Do you think one costume person is going to stop me? And he just fucking smashes his face. I'm like, ah! Yeah. Tell him to shut his fat mouth, Daredevil. <laughs> if we do get Spider-Man in Daredevil, there's going to be a lot of great jokes about Kingpin by uh, Spider-Man, so I'm very looking forward to that if that happens. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I think we'll get at least like some Oscorp something or or oh, some no. sort of. Let's not no. Let's not go back to Oscorp after the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Again. I just think they're gonna drop it in like in the background, like I don't let it just it in the background. I just, it's ruined for me forever. Oh well, you know it's <laughs> you know it's coming to to the MGU though. Like the, given how much the time they spend really in New York, dared, I don't really don't want Green Goblin in the Spider-Man movie. In oh, that's now. not gonna happen for years, if at all. God, hopefully, yeah. I, uh, oh god! I, I I feel like the ch- the chances for Spider Man to actually appear on screen at Daredevil. I mean, the thing about this show is that it is it is a good looking show and it has you know lots of cool stuff going on, but it is not all that expensive. I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To to actually show Spider Man's powers uh, on screen. Uh, in in this show would maybe be stretching the budget. No, at most he's going to be dropped in or something like that. Plus, yeah. if anything from the from the film MCU were to cross into it, I just feel like that's such a weird tonal. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him yeah. to like, appear in the MCU movies. It'd be weird. I just can't see any of them with their like sanitized, super not that violent comic book violence mm-hmm. in this sure even if even if they allowed them to be truly violent like this is it would just feel weird i, know, iron man I couldn't 3, connect iron man those things because iron man 3 is super violent and awesome mm-hmm. like all right fair iron enough, man 3 but... has him straight up blow someone's chest no, no, wide open with his arc reactor it's i love that yeah, so much okay yes. fine they oh blow up the God. chinese theater in iron man 3 that movie's got some darkness to it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I support Iron Man three in this podcast. That's a good movie. Shut up, yeah, fucking nerds. I just I watched, it, watched it again the other week. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I liked it. Yeah. I'm not saying anything no, against the, Iron Man the three. Fucking nerds are the worst. They're like, uh, not my Mandarin. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Shut up. Not my super <laughs> racist caricature. Yeah, it's not. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's right. Funny. I mean, because <laughs> Mandarin Andrew, is throwing down like the best part of that movie because it is such a subversion of everything that the advertisement made that movie out to be and everything what everyone expected that it was just going to be like another yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan esque take on on Iron Man or something. You're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, if you kill me, <laughs> nope, you'll become me or something like that. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Daredevil. All right. Yeah. Any? Do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about, or are you ready to get into the games? Or uh, have we covered everything in Daredevil? I feel like we have. I, I would just like to say that the the casting for Stick uh, seemed pretty. Oh, so per- great! I, I thought that episode was great. Scott Glenn can just yeah, yeah perfect, can be perfect. in anything. Between this and the leftovers, he's just been my favorite thing on television this year. He's just such a great crotchety uh, old man. Leftovers. Yeah. I like to get myself a full meal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so good, clever. Though? I heard it's good. Is it good? It's, I, I love it. Uh, a lot of people thought they were getting another Lost where they're going to answer all these questions and everything. I think it's just a really fun show to just kind of look at and go, what well, the is it fuck is going like on? Lost where it's just a bunch of 
religious gobbledygook because that's what bothered me most a lot less. Oh, there's a there's more religious oh. gobbledygook. Is this the HBO yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on the Tom Parada. Oh, novel. I saw the pilot of that because my teacher worked for HBO, so we went over there and watched it. I never actually ended up watching that show though. It looked good. I ended up really liking it. I think they did a they did a really good job with it. Okay, because I was just gonna say the religious stuff on Lost is horrible. It's written yes. by someone who does not know religion and just goes like, throw everything into it. Who cares? By a person <laughs> who's not religious, but spiritual. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's somehow at, at all at once, both more subtle than lost and way more beat you over the head with some of the religious stuff. So okay. anyway, right. when are we starting our lost podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> when I get a better microphone. Yes. Hey listeners, if you want to contact us at On Your Market Set Review, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com, email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com. You can also visit us at our Facebook page, interact with your favorite contestants, and give us the most scathing claims that we truly deserve. You can also find us on iTunes. Now, back to the show. All right. Well, due to technical issues and the fact that I'm supposed to be at a party right now, <laughs> the game there's only one game and it's only six questions, but I think it's pretty fun. So if y'all are ready to go. Well, we, we spent an hour doing the show. We did a pretty good job. Yep. Yeah. All right. Great. Do we so, want to recommend real quick? Uh, our or? game Wait, for Daredevil is what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Play what, the song. Andrew, well. what are you playing for? Play the well, song. Yeah. No, no, it's like. No, it's this. Recommendations. <laughs> okay, Andrew, what are you playing for today? What did I say at the beginning of the show? What I was playing for? Uh, Clerks, the animated series. I'm ch- no, no. Okay, I'll stick with it. It's Clerks, the animated series. Okay, Matt, how about you? Zardoz. Why? You okay. That is an Will. a very interesting movie. Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, uh, the John Carpenter film Big Trouble in Little China, as it has been Woo! seeing All some right. mentions lately. Thank you. Please don't win that. So, our game for today is all of these are actual lawsuits that have been filed, but which of them won their case? Oh, shit. Ooh. I'm a law student. I should know this. <laughs> Question one. Was it one, a man from Portland sued Michael Jordan for emotional pain and suffering because he was often mistaken for him? (laughs) Two, a woman from Ontario sued her employer for allowing her to drive drunk after a party, even though they offered to call her a taxi. Or three, a writer was sued by an Orange County serial killer on death row for the book he wrote about him, saying it defamed his good name. Oh, is that it? Uh, we'll start with Andrew. Oh, one. One? All right. Matt? Three. Three. Uh, I'm also well, going to say uh, C. All right. Uh, you're all wrong. The correct answer was the woman from Ontario uh, who sued her employer choice. about drunk driving. I kind of wish it was the other two because I think those are both hilarious. <laughs> I think that was a similar case. I feel like I heard about that Michael Jordan thing so almost. Yeah. In my dreams. Uh, 
<clears throat> oh yeah, you found right. the lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> it was successful though. Andrew looks so much like Michael. Uh, question two: Is it A? The owner of an antique store sued the homeless people who lived outside his shop to keep them a hundred feet away from the door. Two, three people sued Disney for their ban on segways in their parks, claiming they would use the money they won on vacation at one of the parks. Or three, a New York woman sued the MTA, Showtime Networks, and New York City Transit for a Dexter ad in Grand Central that made her fall down the stairs because it was too scary. <laughs> Which one won their wait, case? Is, Andrew. Wait, three, uh, Sean and Hayes from Hollywood Handbook? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm going to say yeah. one. All right. Matt? Uh, I'm going to go with three again. Uh, right. I'm going to go with one. Before you say it, one. what was the second one again? Three people sued Disney for their ban on segways in their parks, and then they claimed they would use that money uh, to go on vacation at okay, one of the parks. The they won't win about. that. They just won't win that, though. That's I, I believe people do that. I just don't believe people uh, win that. It is actually that one, and but, they did go on vacation to the park. What? <laughs> Who the hell is going to let segways at Disney parks? But how did Disney allow that ever to be won? Well, they didn't. They didn't win the use to use segways at the parks, but they won. Uh, I think it was that Disney had to make their own kind of like replacement thing, and it was under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Uh, oh, oh, well, this is weird. Okay. How how can you be so disabled that you need a device to get around, but you're able enough to stand up on a segway? I don't yeah, know. And that seems like it'd be hard to use, and you know, like a wheelchair. Yeah. I don't know how they won, but they did, okay? They should have fucking lost. <laughs> <clears throat> Question three. Is it A, a woman sued by two teen... Bleh. A woman sued two teenage girls who had left cookies on her doorstep. She claimed to be startled by the shadowy figures outside and had an anxiety attack that landed her in the hospital. B, a man in jailed in Virginia sued himself claiming he violated his own religious beliefs by drinking and then getting arrested. <laughs> or C, a man sued a beer company because their ads depicting beautiful women coming to life as men drove a Bud Light truck were misleading. <laughs> oh, fuck. Andrew. Do you think he was drunk when he filed that lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one. Matt? Go with two. Uh, I'm going to go two? with one. One. Will and Andrew both Yay! have a point. She won $900 in medical fees. One less for Zardoz. That's the way I see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, question four. One, the mayor of the town of Batman, Turkey, sued Christopher Nolan for the use of their name, claiming there is only one Batman in the world. There's only one. <laughs> uh, B... A federal judge from D.C. sued a dry cleaners for the mental distress of misplacing his pants. Or, <laughs> C, a woman sued a city in Minnesota after she slipped on detergent bubbles that someone had dumped into a fountain as a prank for not posting warning signs or cleaning up the mess. Who won their case? C. Andrew. Matt. C. Well, I'm going to say one. All right. Uh, it was indeed C. Yeah, well, you fucking moron. I, I swear <laughs> I remember one happening, though. 
But it's who won. It it's definitely happened. Won. These all happened. Hey, Okay, I'll be there just a second. Oh wait, so these are all um, actual lawsuits, and yeah. they're in the oh, yeah. okay. And the only one I'm just won. asking who won their case. Oh okay. And obviously, <laughs> there's a duty by the lady uh, to put signs that happened because you can't just yeah. have that shit lying around. They they found her, I think, thirty percent guilty of her own injury, and the city seventy percent. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite part of this question is the federal judge from D.C. <laughs> Um, they found those pants two days later, but he refused to take them back and said he was crusading for the people. And then he cried about it in court. <laughs> and he lost. Nice. And then he got fired from his job as a federal judge. <laughs> also, he asked for like $45 million. <laughs> it was amazing. Was he like a, it was a great like story. Dementia? It was like 70 years old. I have no idea. All right. Question five. Is it A... A man sued the Kansas City Royals for having their mascot throw hot dogs into the crowd, one of which hit his left eye, despite knowing that this was a common practice at their games. Is it B, a man sued a woman whose dog he killed by throwing it into traffic during a dispute over a fender bender, claiming she had defaced his image and caused him mental anguish for the three years that he spent in jail over it? Or... C, a girl sued her alma mater because she didn't have a job three months after graduation, claiming that the Office of Career Advancement had not worked hard enough to place her in a job. Who won their case? Andrew. Matt. C. Uh, I'm going to say A as well. All right. Andrew and Will get points again. Yeah. I should just not Um, go against the law student. A quote quote from the uh, judge who ruled on that lawsuit is, the risk of being hit in the face by a hot dog is not a well-known incidental risk of attending a baseball exactly. game. <laughs> because, uh, you know, the risk does not mean that, it's, uh, you know, that's going to happen. Mm. Well, he originally lost, um, but then he appealed and won. Yeah, he should have so. won. I don't know why. They, how, yeah. I don't, whoever ruled it originally is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And question six. Is it A? A Romanian prisoner sued God for failing to keep him from the influence of the devil. <laughs> B, the, organizer, ugh, the organizers of the Olympics in Japan were sued by a man demanding damages for mental anguish because he missed an event due to heavy traffic. Or C, a man sued his prison administrator for not supplying him with free deodorant. Oh, me? Three. Yes, Andrew. All right, Matt? Number three. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go All with right. three as well. No, it was the organizers of the Olympics in Japan. <laughs> what was the ru- ru- I don't know. <laughs> okay. It made me feel like, I don't know, but they like, won. <laughs> the traffic caused by the Olympics had like caused him to miss a day of work or something, but just missing an event at the Olympics because of the traffic. <laughs> well, oh I, think I don't like a, know, I think but apparently he won. And that's why he felt to make it so anguish. Oh, if, yeah, if he wasn't just, like, a contestant, yeah. But it still wouldn't make sense, because, I mean, he should have been there, like, hours in advance. Yeah. I don't remember if he was a competitor or an audience member, but whatever. Okay. Uh, I win. Anyways. I win. The winner is Andrew. Good job, Andrew. Yeah, you get to watch a Kevin Smith thing. Oh, no. What have I done? A- Andrew, have you not seen <laughs> Zardoz? 
No. Yeah, you really. I don't want to watch Stardust. You owe it to yourself to watch it. It's too weird. I don't want to watch it. It, it is so me. strange. Just watch the first twenty minutes. No, least. I don't Just, want yeah, to. At it's least scary. watch the first twenty minutes. Yeah. It's anyways. The gun is anyways. good. The penis is evil. <laughs> It's all right there. So, Andrew, remind me again what yours was? Clerks, the animated series. Clerks, the animated series. So join us all next week where we will uh, talk about that. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, all right. Room. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.